Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Good morning, it's Patty Wilson, it's Patty's Playhouse, it's Derby Day, yay! <laughs> it is, it's the Kentucky it's Derby's Derby, being run today. Derby, non-Derby. It's non-Derby Derby Day. Correct. And the Kentucky Derby's being run tonight. The COVID Derby. Yeah, the COVID Derby, the non-spectator, which, who are we if we don't have all the ladies dressed in hats at the Derby? A lot better, if you ask me, but <laughs> you don't whatever. Like the hats? Uh, not really. Oh. My cousin Florence will be sad you said that. So this is Patty Wilson on Patty's on Patty's Playhouse. This is Patty's Playhouse. That's Scott Cowart. Realtor. Realtor. Extraordinaire, <laughs> as I'm supposed to say. Yeah, he just flew in from Chattahoochee. Yeah. <laughs> on the red eye. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, my goodness. I had to breathe. Well, Our number is 850-656-0009. We are on every Saturday at Whether 11. you like it or not. Every, Here we 11. are. And we podcast. So technically, it's a real estate show. <laughs> technically, and we're going to talk real estate today. Real estate, residential construction, and the the uh, DIY mistakes that people make. And and we're going to talk about the new code that's coming out in 2021. There's uh-huh. a new residential code. So we're going to talk about that today. And we have a guest, Travis Sparkman from T Spark Enterprises. Yeah, I drove up and I saw this yellow truck, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's Travis, but as we were talking earlier, you wrote to me and said Gus was going to be on the show. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe not. Well, but now that Travis is here, I believe it's his truck. And full disclosure, I got pulled over for having my phone in my hand on Appalachia Parkway. As soon as I turned out of my neighborhood, got pulled over. And so I'm very cognizant of that using the voice to text. And 
Travis is now Gus. <laughs> and then I said something about, are you in root? And it right. came up enraptured. <laughs> That's what it said. So I'm just not even going to bother. I was expecting extravagant bother. many things enraptured. <laughs> not, not what I was expecting. Are you enraptured? <laughs> so I hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> right? Yep. That's it. That's funny. So, how, so how's your week? It's so busy. You've been so like, busy. I don't. I, yes, I've been really busy. So we're completing two homes, and we have another one that uh, we'll be taking photographs of tomorrow, and then we've got another one that I'm working on tonight. So We can't talk about them because yes. the Tallahassee Board of Realtors <laughs> has a clamp on my mouth. <laughs> so that's what... Yes, they do. Yep. But anyways, they're all uh, coming along quite nice. Oh, good. I mean, very excited. Very, I'm very, very, excited. very large. We could talk about 1951 Meridian because it's under contract and we, due to close on Monday. So are those right. pictures finished? Yes, pictures oh, pictures are finished. Um, we're just so, we still waiting on them. No, it's just unusual that we finished pictures and I'm now having to take stuff out of <laughs> the place that yeah. I just finished. Yeah, I want to post them. So but nonetheless, I could have worse problems. I've been have, taking my CEUs. Yes. So I finished my 60 hours for my broker, Good. and I'm starting my appraisal CEUs. I have to take 30 hours for November, some November 30th. Get it done. Well, it's technically, it's going to be moved, but I, I don't want like to wait. I want it done while it's done. So that's yeah. what I've been doing. And work, There's listing that. appointments and buyer's appointments. There is that. Got to keep it going, but it's been, it's been busy. I'm not, going not to Kentucky, thing. so I won't be around for the riots this weekend. Hmm. Well, I hope not to be around for them either. <laughs> if there is a riot. I mean, I'm hoping there isn't a riot. Is there a planned riot that I'm there, unaware there of? There could be, yes. Oh. Actually, it's, there's one supposedly a protest hmm. starting Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Like, is it like that last protest? Uh, a gentleman named Adam Ferguson. I'm going to just call him out. He's some 22, 23-year-old, lives on Park Avenue. Yeah. And he is planning a protest to block traffic at five o'clock oh. at the Capitol. Okay. But the way he wrote the location, he wrote the location Florida Capital State or Florida State Capital. Mm. Like, that's not how it works. It's the Florida Capital. And that's on today. So. Today. 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 No, that was Wednesday, the oh, day okay. we record in advance. So it's Wednesday. His name's Adam Ferguson. Okay. He was looking for funding. I don't know if anyone helped him. <laughs> what, what, funding for what? To, for riot gear. <laughs> this is a guy who is this a thing? Yes, riot gear. Is there a store for this? Where do you go for? I don't riot know, gear? but he had like a GoFundMe for gear. Is this like a kill pack? I I really don't know any more than what I've said. Wow, because it's on his Facebook, I, and he hasn't blocked me yet, so I can see it. <laughs> well, he did take me off the event page, <laughs> so that I was interested in going to the protest, so I could see the updates. But I'm interested in finding out what riot gear is. I don't know. I guess it's, you know, they make, remember those kids that did like the Renaissance? Yeah. So they make their own shields. So they build their own shields. Uh huh. And Kevlar. Okay. Base mass shields, like welding shields kind mm. of thing. Okay. Yeah. But I, I believe them and I believe they're very serious about disrupting commerce and the citizens of Leon County. As if the COVID hasn't done that enough. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> I mean, I know, they just like to stand right there at the corner. It has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. This is a white guy living off of Park Avenue that's doing this. I just don't understand. He just wants to stamp down the man. Well, I happen to be one of the men. <laughs> so it's like, so uh, they have a curfew. 
It's supposed to go through, I think, till the 8th. And this curfew is to do what? Curb violence. Okay. <laughs> the show is kidding. <laughs> it is. Um, we had a curfew. You didn't hear because you've been working. Yes, I did not no, hear. No, we're a and... curfew. You have to be in after 11, except we work. So I don't know if we're allowed. Like, we work on houses right. after 11. Yes. But you're, you could be fined for being out after 11, between 11 and 5. But most of the shootings happen between 3 o'clock in the afternoon and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, Adam's taking care of that, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Adam's mean, protesting. Every, I know, but I'm just saying he's blocking traffic. We can't get anywhere. That's so, true. I mean, that is we're true. Between good. those hours. So that's... Hopefully the police don't have to get anywhere I know. during that time. So now we're under curfew, so mm. we don't know why. We just know it's Labor Day, and all of the businesses we're hoping for student traffic We'll now have last call at 9.30 in the evening instead of... And we mean literally last call. Last they call. Can, if they continue. Yeah. Yes. This is... It will be their last call if it, this continues. For everyone. Yeah, because it's a three-day weekend and students are in town. Truth. They are, in fact, you can tell, with yeah. traffic. But I won't be here because I'm going to the non-derby derby. Mm. So what will we do at a non-derby derby <laughs> We will event? be with our family. So mm. my dad has six sisters. I think it's six. And I will be at the family event for the non-derby derby so will everyone and i can't talk about what we do because it probably violates some rico laws ah, well you may have betting there but i doubt it we're catholic so, so it's okay. will you will will the family dress accordingly like they were going no to i don't really think so mm. but they if it was a real derby they would go they would have a hat contest mm. i mean i see no reason for that not to go on <laughs> so. i will ask them i will not have one well unless I, you have a beret i could borrow i or not <laughs> Fresh out. <laughs> I've turned them all into mask. <laughs> a woolen beret is now that's your my, mask. That's my moray. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no. Nah, so we'll just go drink Bud Light. I'll have bourbon. They drink Bud Light and be together. I haven't seen them since last year, so. Are the liquor stores open? In Kentucky? So they were closed in, what, Pennsylvania for a while, as you were yeah. saying? Yeah, I don't know. Even know if they're still, I don't even know if they're open in Pennsylvania. I, I can assume they are. Mm, I hope so. Well, yeah, they were because the liquor stores are controlled by the state right. of Pennsylvania, but Kentucky's not that way. But I'll bring some in the car. Mm. I'll be sure. Don't don't tell the folks at home what you're driving. <laughs> They'll no, be on the lookout. It for won't you. matter. That's funny. The lady with the bourbon on the phone. No, it'll be in the back seat. Mm. I'm not like opening it. Uh, don't forget to bring some back for the fellows. I think mine will be cheaper here. A friend of ours went to Winn-Dixie and got Buffalo Trace, and it was cheaper than Kentucky prices. They sell Buffalo Trace at Winn-Dixie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. They have that liquor store. And everyone yeah. it, it was it was less expensive than the Kentucky price of Buffalo Trace. The that's, green label. That's weird. I know. Does it, I guess they want people to go in the store. I guess. Mm. I'm not going. not doing it. Well, if you have any questions about real estate. <laughs> and or bourbon. <laughs> Or Adam Ferguson. Our number is 850-656-0009. We have a website called the Brokerage, brokeragefl.com. Or style and sold. See his houses. They're actually the same pictures on each website. Yeah. I just use them for different purposes of marketing. Hmm. But they're the same photos. Well. Mm -hmm. It's fun to do. See whichever one you want to go to. No. You won't be disappointed. So what else would you do in Kentucky? Well, I think everything's still kind of shut down. Like Andy Bashir's is the governor. Like here and hasn't shut really, down? Yes, very similar. Mm. Not really open. 
So I'll just be with family. I'm only going for two days, oh. two and a half days. Well, I mean, two and a half days. But of... it's beautiful and it's not as hot. Really? Why is it not as hot? Because it's Kentucky and um, not Florida. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, we'll have to ask Daniel Kelly. It's got to be that uh, humidity. Yeah, well, it definitely won't be as humid. No, well, it's good. But fall in Kentucky is beautiful. It's such a beautiful state. I was not I'm expecting this song. Do you like it? I've heard this many a time. <laughs> it's, my kids used to listen to it a lot. <laughs> this is with uh, Pitbull, too. And Keisha, yeah. yeah. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We have Travis. I'm Patty Wilson. This is Patty's Playhouse. It's Patty and Scott. We have Travis Sparkman from T Spark Enterprises on. Hey, Travis. Good morning, Patty. How Scott, are you? How are y'all? A- and or Gus. Or Gus. <laughs> I answered everything. I know. It's a talk to text mistake. I've been called That's worse. That's all it was. I'm with you there. I get it. So, Travis is a roofer, a residential contractor. He has his general contracting license. I do. You yep. do everything. I do it all. So, the reason I wanted to talk with you is that we talked at a networking event and I mentioned that Lowe's and Home Depot have been packed since the beginning of COVID camp and you said yeah because people are doing everything themselves and I was like ugh I always get a little pit in my stomach when people start building walls and And buying oops paint oops Oops paint is a big one so I want to talk about the idea of what the demolition the cost to demolish these mistakes when it comes time to sell your home or just Fix it because it's not; it doesn't work for very long. And then, and or at all, we're gonna talk about new building code. Okay, because we know that's coming up. Yep, it is. So let's do Prices code first. Up. Let's do code first. Code. Uh, What's driving said the code bad change? Well, Leon County building code and the state code has not really been changed or edited since 1992. So when I look at an appraisal, because I am one appraiser, when I look at say 1980 to 1991 and then i try to look at 1992 to now Mm -hmm. because it's different codes it's just different how they had to build codes were updated it was a big code change in 1992 2021 will be another huge code change huge it's all being rewritten and rewritten because things have changed in the building industry insurance companies are requiring it is my guess that's insurance writes all your building codes. Anybody that says differently, that's that's who pushes all your building codes because they ultimately have to be the ones that have to pay for those. Uh, if a house gets damaged, they want to they want to reduce their risks, um, and so they basically tighten up codes so that houses can't be destroyed as easily. Which makes sense. I mean, it, it does make sense. It does make sense, but they don't take into account the the cost of doing such upgrades drastic drastic upgrades which no longer will be an upgrade it will be a standard it'll be a standard correct yeah like you take roofing for instance and and so in 2021 they're going to change the underlayment code you know you used to be able to put felt or synthetic underlayments under your shingles you will no longer be able to do that without taping 
all the plywood joints of your house with a self-adhere tape. Well, by the time a roofer spends the time to tape all the joints of the plywood, then puts down his nail-down underlayment, you can put down a peel and stick over the whole entire roof. And essentially, that while that is a better roof and it will protect you in you know high wind storms, etc., it's going to send the prices up you know twenty five thirty percent on the cost of a roof. So when people are making a decision to change a roof today, are are roofers taking that into consideration and starting to modify the way they do it now? Or are they waiting for this twenty twenty one? Um, code to change before they would do that or do they, or would you give someone the option i've always gave options okay. and when i when i sit down and do a proposal with a homeowner i sit down and say here's what you can do there's there's been these wind mitigation credits for your insurance that that was actually included where you could put a self-adhering water barrier under your whatever roof system, right. shingles metal tile whatever and you have that option you spend more for it but then you get a discount back from your homeowner's insurance you know depending on who the carrier is. Um, and you get that, you know, that break for spending the money up front. Um, now it's not going to be an, really an option. You're going to have that. Now, whether they decide to give discounts on it, chances are probably not since it's a mandatory thing. Be interesting. So if someone had a roof for 2021, as we get wind mitts all the time, mm -hmm. the assumption would be that if it's 2021, you wouldn't necessarily need one. No, they may not. Because it's you have to do what know. you have to do. Correct. The windows are already be, it'll be embedded in the cost right. of the house. Right. But you said, how much will a new roof be? I mean, it's going to send it up by 25, 30% to do it that way. So what type of tape is this that you would put? I mean, it's got to be significant. I mean, I hear tape and I'm like. Thinking. It's like an asphalt-based mm -hmm. uh, product so that it seals. Is it you like. Know, it'll get hot. Right. And seal so in like the joints of the foot wide, like about twelve inches wide. That's a foot. <laughs> yeah. Twelve inches wide. Yeah. Did good, Patty. Yay. Right, numbers isn't your thing, but hey. <laughs> but really chalk isn't. one up. <laughs> but once you do that and then you go over it with the underlayment, you've spent, you know, just as much as you would to just the labor. The labor alone is gonna is gonna send that up. So if you need a roof work towards getting it before December 31st. If you can, yeah, that's your best bet to, to save yourself some money, you know, because after 2021, you're going to run into that, all those new code changes that you'll have to adapt to. So yeah. that's that's roofing. So what else are we in store for? It's a lot of pages. It was 180 pages. Yeah, it's so. like 180 pages of changes. It, it talks about, like, say you have a handyman. And the handyman's going, he can only repair. He can't really replace without a permit mm. on your entire home. Okay. Is is what I read. I, I'm going to ask the code folks to come in. But that's I mean, I what I read. I don't know how one, I think it's I don't know how one would know. They One wouldn't until right. they're going to sell their house. And then you have to verify everything. That's I mean, been if done. it was something large. I mean, the yes, purchase agreement could... says, our purchase agreement says that all necessary regulatory permits were pulled and completed if if it's if it's permittable i mean correct and i don't if mean it's that an that, item that's permitted right. i guess that's that the, gets into a gray area it's, it's, very, it's very very gray because yeah. that structural requires permit well, non-structural you know doesn't but you know they want a plumber to come pull a permit 
for your water heater to be replaced when it's plug and play. I mean, it's not really that hard. I can understand for a gas line, but for electric, it's plug and play. Correct. But the it city no and sense. the county want to get their, their chunk. It's, their, it's a tax. Yeah, they get their chunk They're calling it a permit, permit, but it's really, they should call it a tax. Correct. Period. And then be done with it. And let me just, let's pay a bigger tax and just let me do it myself. Be cheaper. Yeah. Right? I, I've never, yes, I've never, I mean, that's in particular one I've never really understood. I've never understood it. And it's a recent one. Yeah. It's not. But, but, I, I, but just that in particular, but there's so many other plumbing things that could be yeah you're gonna that you, you're gonna have to go pull a permit change out a toilet right i mean but that'd be one thing if some, the permit office was streamlined some, and normal but some people make larger changes not just plumbing in terms of pipes and whatnot that aren't necessarily getting permits for and i don't mean changing out you know copper to mm. pvc i'm, I'm really or referring flex, to, yeah yeah i'm really referring to if you ch- or modified something in your house where you had to do additional piping changes i mean there are things that i could see where you would and things i could see where you wouldn't because we do this all the time but it's just interesting what's dare i say permittable and what's not it just seems like there's such a gray area as travis was saying with regards to that it's a huge gray area yeah and do they keep it gray on purpose because you know i like black and white i like clear cut lines i mean i think it depends on who you ask i think if you ask the building department and they say you tell them what you're doing they're going to say oh yeah you need a permit you know because they get that extra bump of income from it but when you get if you're the biggest what i i guess if you want to call an offender is is people who do kitchen renovations you know a lot of or times bathrooms or bathrooms you know you're taking plumbing pipes apart putting you know you're putting toilets and sinks and do i just counters. have to prove that it needed repaired and then i'm okay well i mean, I mean who would ask I don't know. I mean, literally. People that listen to the show, for one. Likely. Because I mean, I've had that question. I mean, I'm redoing my kitchen, and that's kind of what I was thinking when I was talking about plumbing. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I'm doing to me You're moving is your so sink. much more significant than replacing my water heater. The other thing is it is you have a little bit more leniency as the homeowner versus the contractor. We as contractors aren't. We're held to that standard. Yeah, that, that I get. We well, know what about we're as the realtor? Because this is a question where a gentleman listened to the show. And that's one another reason why I wanted it. And we were talking about Alex doing, my son, doing blank, blank, blank. And he said, well, you can get your son into trouble because he's not a licensed plumber in the state. And he was like replacing a faucet. He was doing that kind of stuff. And the guy's like, you have to be a general contractor. I'm like, well, realtors have been doing this for ever. We call people all the time. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you'd be amazed at how much trouble you could get into by, by making that extra call. So that's why I wanted, you know, statutes really, really well. Could we get in that kind of trouble? It's going to be how you classify it and how you explain it. Really, it is. Because if you're saying you're just repairing something, that you're basically taking something apart, putting something back together, chances are you're going to be able to explain your way out of that and say, you know, I didn't didn't move anything. I didn't change anything. Yeah, we just updated the faucet. It's plug and play. Yep. Right. Plug and play. That technically, to me, wouldn't require a permit. Your building officials may or, or a GC for that matter. Or a GC. Yeah, he's kind of saying I needed a general contractor to he do this. Inaccurate in that. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine is our number. Give us a call when you when you can. When you can, <laughs> take your time. Patty's playing. We're here all day. This is unedited. Enjoy the beat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Gotta be mean. Gotta be everything more. Why don't you like me? Why don't you 
Welcome back. I'm Patty Wilson. We have Travis Sparkman in from T-Spark Enterprises. And we were talking about Leon County Code and the state code in Florida is being changed, completely rewritten in twenty for 2021. I, I think they just put it out for advisement. You know, they put it out to the public. And the reason why I was able to read or peruse, I didn't read it word for word, is because we are members of the Tallahassee Builders Association. So, so the last one you said was 92. I, I thought 92. that there was a modification after Andrew in 94. I could be wrong. But what I'm what I'm interested in, is it because of all the hurricanes that, because typically, and that's what it was in South Florida. Actually, I could be wrong because I think it was enacted in South Florida and then the state decided that they were going to do it everywhere at mm. the time. And so building, co- I built a house during this time. So it was interesting how I asked the question of Travis earlier with regards to, do you make modifications now knowing that it's coming, right? So giving them the option is one thing. Um, at the time, we didn't have the option. We had to do things knowing knowing that this change was coming. Is it as significant as what happened back then or more significant? Have you looked at it from a... I think it's as far as for... So the code has always been different from South Florida to North Florida. Um, so you, when you look at things like that, I think it's significant for North Florida. It's not going to change a lot in South Florida That's because kind of they what, were already kind of they were ahead of they the were already ahead of the curve, of what, so to speak. Yeah, That's, but for Tallahassee, you'll the people here will experience. It. So you said state enacted. <clears throat> so I guess they would have enacted some of this down there just mm-hmm. by virtue of the amount of storms. But now this is just a a state responsibility. Is it? Do you look at this and say, if it's 20% on a roof, is it going to look like 20% in terms of new home prices? Uh, I, I'm just looking well, at it. That's a whole it, other world right, right I'm now. looking at it from a from a perspective of new versus resale from a you know realtor perspective. We were talking before you got here, and we were talking about the cost of wood. Yes. And plywood. The sheet is how much more? It's doubled in three months. Wow. That's yeah. insane. It's has went it, from has like fifteen dollars to thirty dollars. Has it doubled cheap. because of demand? Yeah, I mean, and I can see that because it literally has been crazy at all the. It's you know, demand. Some of it's demand. Stuff. Some of it, COVID has affected it because these warehouses, these factories. Oh yeah, that's true. They, they can only put you know people. They can only put so many people in the factory, right? To keep them spaced out, so that it's cut down the production. So the the supply is not as is readily available so that's, that's so it's still supply and demand it's it's everything in building plywood doors windows i'm waiting three months on doors for customers same you know it, last windows door. too it's mm-hmm. ridiculous you know and it it's good hurricanes because don't help it people want to get it done but then i have to preface when i give them a quote look you know we're going to go ahead and sign a contract and we're going to do this but your doors are going to probably be three months before they get here and are you okay with that how long did it take to get your appliances, Scott? Uh, three and a half months. So that's yep. that's what's holding it up. I mean, it, every everything's a chain reaction from all of this COVID stuff. Well, I also get concerned, and I'm, certainly you must, uh, dealing with more construction stuff. But if you're giving someone a quote based on what you know and something changes so rapidly, look at, you know, in months. Do you three have months, something in your agreement that says if the price changes? We have started. We actually just started instituting it that, because it's. Wood has been changing weekly 
like it's drastic. a commodity so it makes and sense so i can't the the old days of like when i'd quote somebody a you know a roof package and i'd say okay if we have to change any rotten wood it's this much a square foot i've had to raise those prices because i don't know what it's going to be and then work back down from and you're there. working off a contract so you get stuck if you don't we get you got to cover the price correct the other thing we were talking about is appraising mm. so shane lambert who's a a renowned builder here was saying it costs to build an average size home, which is 1,800 square feet, is going to go up $16,000 because of the cost of the wood. Makes sense. That's just wood. That's just wood. However, that's just the cost to build. That doesn't mean the appraisal is going to catch up with that. Appraisals, residential appraisals and commercial appraisals are regressive. We look at data behind the date as of the to the date that we step foot on the property. We don't look progressively. We're not speculators. That's how we got in trouble in 2005, 2006. So we can't look progressively. We can only look at the cost. So if you know that and you intend to build or you're a spec builder like Premier Homes, you're going to get you're going to get hit. Well, and it, there's nothing you I, I don't know what's going to happen with your appraisals. And that's that's at a moderate level, if you if you think about it, because if we're talking about just the wood impacting it by roughly 10%, it's significantly more as you increase it by the roof or any mm-hmm. other additional elements that this code is changing. So, I mean, I'm just, you know, coming from the accountant part of me, looking at it and saying, is this a 20% increase in the price Try 30. of it? Right, so yeah, I think it'll be you know, so that's just a a massive change. So right now, if the average home is two fifty in Leon County, new construction, you're going to have to add thirty percent to that. Right, so you're at it's not value, that's cost, and that's what people don't get. But I paid for this, but paying for it doesn't mean it's worth it in the after you've used it. Well, I mean, no, right? Different, no, is yeah, that a better way to right. explain and it. No different than you know, Travis dealing with from a construction perspective these spec builders who are selling on what's to come right so i'm selling you a home it won't be done for 90 days when something so significant happens and we're just talking about wood plywood right changes and i've sold this at 300 it's now costing me an additional 30,000 that's pretty significant then you get further into the weeds and you're a spec builder who's also a broker so you put the listing in the mls at two hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and now your prices have gone up. You have to raise them thirty percent. Right, that's a, so now because of the coming soon clamp my that, mouth. Therein lies a huge. You are now inhibiting the the progression of value in allowing it to move up, free flowing it through a free market because now you've gone from two fifty to say two seventy five, but now the buyers want to know well why was it two fifty. Well, Instead of just allowing them to do what they need to do to as, sell their damn as house. As we filter this just further down, it would imply to me that the the resale market, and I'm talking about homes that were built in 2020 and prior, would be significantly increased in terms of the, the, the desire and the want desire. of that. Because yep. that, that, to me, is... Almost. New home builders are going to right. hurt. That's going to be a challenge. And resales are going, and it's always a flux. No doubt. But this is no a force doubt. But flux. that's a huge. It's that, a huge. That's flux. a huge flux. Huge. Me. I mean, huge. it's we can't even say it like big. Well, no. There's. I mean, there's big. one thing just from what's happened with the COVID and whatnot, and now we've got 
the addition of this. And, and maybe maybe I'm looking at this code change as significantly more than what it is, but just the roof alone is, is you know. Why do they have to do it in 2021? That's Why can't they wait? That's kind of where I was heading. <laughs> like I, insurance companies. They, the insurance dictates everything in building. I mean, it, that's that's who's and they've been. So in their defense, not that there's much defense for insurance, but in their defense, they have been abused by storms. They have been abused by these what they call storm chasing contractors who go out and door to door and say, hey, I'll help you get a free roof. Or I'll, the hail damage. Uh, the hail damage or the you've got wind damage. You got one shingle broke on your roof and you've got wind damage. We'll get you a free roof. They have just been abused and the insurance companies have said, you know what? We're going to stop paying for all this. You know, we're going to pay what we have to pay, but we're not going to keep getting nailed for on all this other stuff because they're getting they're getting hammered. I mean, they've even went to the point of I've heard some of these insurance companies actually saying that they're going to actually like only give you 10 years on a three tab shingle and 15 years value on an architectural shingle. And they're going to make you replace your roof, even if the shingles in good shape, nothing wrong with it. They won't rewrite your policy without that being replaced. So my dad got a letter June. He lives in Leesburg in a planned unit development. It's gated. No trees. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. He's got little. He got a letter. He's a 30-year roof. He got a letter for 20 years saying you need to replace your roof. Well, he's 86 years old. He's not replacing a roof. Right. And the house is paid for. So he just switched insurance companies and someone else. He's paying like $200 more a month. Or right. two hundred, yeah, that's it. I said it's two hundred more a month, or fourteen thousand dollars for a roof. What would right. you prefer? So we switched. Yeah, that's and that's what's going to happen. I mean, they're even putting it on metal. Twenty years on metal. Come on. And and we all know there's nothing going to happen to a metal roof. I Can mean, you do like a Lloyd's of London and go private? That's pretty much what people have to do is these high risk insurance policies. It's a good song. <laughs> I picked it. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We're talking to Travis Sparkman from T-Spark Enterprises. Welcome back. That's called Mr. Mayor. And that's in advance of our events for the weekend. It's a little busy. It, it kind of reminds me of what it sounds like when I talk to myself in my head. <laughs> that it's, strobe light that goes on? It's just, it's very, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean. Oh, well, we have Travis from T-Spark Enterprises. And Travis is a roofer and a general contractor. And we met at a chamber when they used to have them leads group that's where we met that originally we a couple met. years ago she doesn't know where she was married or where she met her husband <laughs> but she knows that i do remember that but i have another thing to remember yeah so i this is our one year anniversary of the brokerage today is this week oh, okay. mm-hmm. looked it up happy anniversary <laughs> right i got a memory Worst. i got a facebook memory thank god for that <laughs> 
Here I am. One thinking, year. Here and I am LinkedIn. thinking she's got. Dude, LinkedIn, I got like 600 like congratulations on your work anniversary. I'm like, what does this mean? So it was mm. the brokerage. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. The brokerage is one year old. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Us. That's I it. know. So Travis, so we were talking about code and we were talking on the break. We were talking about roof letters. Mm-hmm. So we often ask for a letter from a roofer, a licensed roofer that says the roof has insurance companies used to FHA. FHA wanted, which is the federal housing, they wanted five years life or more before they would fund on a roof or give the mortgage. And now you're saying they don't require, they don't want it anymore? So insurance companies are getting to the point where they will not accept the letter. Oh my God. And so that was always a catch 22 for people because of the fact that if you were, if I go out and write somebody a letter saying, yes, you have five years of life left on your roof. Well, in one year, that letter's in their file and they no longer have a dot. They now have a documented letter saying they no longer have five years of life left on their roof. So it, it was still benefiting the insurance company. It was given the homeowner maybe one more year, but at the, in the, that year, that insurance company could come back to him and go, hey, we got something here saying you only got four years' life left on your roof and you need to get it replaced. Roof could still be in good shape. However, now they have documentation that, that's in that customer's file that they could go back to them and say, we're not going to rewrite your policy without you. Oh, my God. So they, it was always it was done like they were trying to help the, the homeowner. But in reality, well, we're weren't. just help, trying to help people close. Right. We're trying to help people buy a house. Correct. Without the seller who's just trying to sell a house from buying someone who's no longer going to live there a new roof. Exactly. But it, it, it financing and insurance are a little bit different. Bank The way the bank looks at it and the way the insurance company looks at it, because the bank's not having to buy a roof if it goes bad, if the wind rips it off or what the insurance is. The insurance is. So the the insurance standard, they they it's just like everything. They look at what is our risk. We want to be able to take your money. We don't want to have to give it back to you. And that's, that's what they're looking at from that. As you all know, a roof is ex- expensive. And so if you, you got $15,000 going out the door to every person in one neighborhood, you know, because somebody went around the, house, the neighborhood and knocked on the door and said, I'm going to help you get a free roof. That eats into the insurance company profits really quick. So when I was in Clearwater for that year and I ran that little Keller Williams and people owned a lot of Gulf beachfront property, Mm -hmm. Uh, they, at the time, there was kind of a issue with flood insurance. So folks were going to Lloyd's of London. Mm -hmm. Now I know the statute has changed. It makes it easier to go with a private insurer to insure your home. Do you see any of that? Because I'm not actually in the insurance business, I don't see it as much. What I get is the, the the policy. We, yeah, we get the policy. Hey, I've got this letter. Um, how can I correct this? How can I fix it? I really don't want to buy a roof, but is there a way around it? And that's usually when I advise them. I said, look, get a hold of your agent, call them, and see if there's any other company they can shop you through, or see if they will accept a letter from us, documenting that you know it's doesn't have any curling or lifting shingles there's no damage to the shingles there's no signs of water intrusion no missing shingles so on and so forth and maybe they'll that'll buy you a few more years on your roof well even if you have a five years life or eight years life if you have a letter it doesn't mean anything happened to the roof other than normal granule it could still have five years life it can still because it's not exact 
Right. None well, of this that, is exact. But, but that's the challenge with it, because if you are enacting something that is time sensitive or enabled, everything is based on time. It doesn't matter what someone says. It doesn't matter the condition that it's in, because they're simply saying it's 20 years. You need to replace it. Oh Correct. God. So it's one, you know, it's one that kills it for all. So as this has happened, it's now going to this very time capsulized thing, which the reality is it depends on where you live. It depends on what type of trees you have. It depends on the exposure that it gets. There's so much more that um, comes into play other than time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they can't accept it from a general contractor and a roofer that could come in and say, you know, X, Y, and Z, then then what can you do? And truth be told, Travis can only do it. He can only tell you mm. factually what something is. It doesn't mean something's not going to happen to the True. roof. Right. I always have to write a you line know. in there that, that this is not a guarantee. Uh, of course not. You know, this is just a basic, based on my experience, observations, here's what I see. And I have to leave it at that uh, because there's no way I could walk off that roof tomorrow and a windstorm come through and rip all the shingles Correct. off. You know, and I, I can't have the insurance coming no, back. No, come back to, to you and say, you. you owe me a roof. Yeah, you said this roof was good. You know, well, it was good when I looked at so it. So no more roof letters. Yeah, oh. it's it's going to get to the point kind of like a home inspection. I mean, you know, we, we know when it's good and when it's bad, you know, but that's about all we can say. You know, it's. But the, these but the, home inspectors are not roofers. The, the challenge I have with that is exactly that point, is that if you can't accept it from a GC and roofer, I do Why not, are you accepting I it from not, a home inspector? I do not understand how I would accept anything from a non-certified um, professional in something. And you know, my gave my opinion, opinion of home inspectors, I mean, they're fine people, but I would rather have, which was what we did for Chowkeepin, what I did for electrician come out, a plumber come out, do an inspection. I would rather that than this all-encompassing home inspector that doesn't put a roof on. Like, he is not. I don't need somebody to tell me what an appliance works if I'm getting rid of it. I need somebody to tell me if if there's a roof issue, if there is a plumbing issue. Or a plumbing issue, issue or a septic issue. If there issue. is an AC issue, you know, yeah. the things Correct. that are Well, it makes more, more sense than to do it the way we really like to do it, yes. is to have the, the experts come in and inspect those units instead of the... Home inspector, you're paying $550. And the home inspector, bless their heart, they're spending three hours at the property and they're telling you whether the countertop's attached or not. Well, I've already gone over that. I've done that. Right. Like this, is, yes, it's attached. And typically see? that you'll see in their, their thing. Caulking. They'll, they'll Let's say talk about refer caulking. to a roofer. Yeah. Right. Because they're not roofers. Refer to an electrician. Refer right. to a, you know, no offense to my home inspection friends. No. no, no none and it's not at, at all. all. But it, what you're saying is, if, what I'm hearing is, you're better off getting that expert. Correct. And even then, it, it's nothing to the insurance company. Yeah. It may not, they may not It care. may not fly. No. They're, it, they're not, they're only seeing the four point anyway. If, if just, your realtor did their is, job. Yeah, insurance is only going to look at what is our risk with this house. What is our risk? Because they, they're tired of paying for homes to be rebuilt. That's and that's what it comes mm, down my to. Goodness, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine is our phone number. Travis, what's your phone number? 850-766-1340. He's from T-Spark Enterprises. He is a general contractor and a roofer, so he can answer questions. Yeah. Text him. That's what I do. There I text. Yeah, I think this is such an important conversation. Not only the code, which we have to get somebody in here from the county. I hope they'll come in. Or Brian, Brian K. Will to come back. 
He's the president of the TBA, Tallahassee Boulders Association, and he's on the board for property code with the county. Somebody in hopes that read that 180-page document. Oh, my God. I was like, this is, at least it was double-spaced. But mm. I did a word search. Like, I want to know what I cared about, which is electrical outlet. Like, can who can replace the outlet? Yeah, I'm still a little lost on that. If you're but... going to require a permit to change an outlet, oh, I'm just going to, whatever. The owner will have to handle that. Yeah, I don't foresee that being something that is going to happen but you know whatever. in pennsylvania you have to pull a permit to change it out that is insane mm-hmm. that is insane. at least it was in 1999 when i moved i'm pretty sure that there are many people changing their outlets without getting a permit yep reverse polarity all I mean, over the place <laughs> it's all over the place well i mean to me if you do something like that you are you're asking people to be sneaky and instead of expecting that small challenges can be handled in a certain way, if you, if you start mandating and overruling on every little thing, it just causes people to do things inevitably that they shouldn't do. Be sneaky. I don't think that's a good idea. We are finished. We are. The show is over. It's Dreamweaver. Well, let's do another. So- Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Thanks, Travis, for coming. Thank you for Have you me. come back? Yep, be glad to. Our website's brokeragefl.com. You can listen to us every Saturday. It's House Talk with a Happy Ending every time. I